This whole show is not good. Not worth it. This is Bardic Mystery Tour, and we really hope you will adore these new detective bars galore coming at you in season four. Bardic Mystery Tour is a fifth edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a bass-playing, nature-loving Fearbolg. He's a lore bard and a member of the band Dream Lacer. He's trying to get better at names, starting with Lars, our dog-sized gerbil. Nora here, playing the tabaxi performer Windy Snowy Mountains. Windy's got her kitty cat eye on the crew's new giant gerbil companion, Lars. She's also got a keen eye for crossbow shooting and likes to snuggle at night with her stolen hippogriff plushie, Oliver. Hello, I'm Brayton, and I'll be playing Staff again today. Staff is the changeling guitar player in the band Dream Lancer, but his bandmates have yet to discover his true identity. Staff often parades around in the form of Roger Stewart, but we'll see what other personas show up this session. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour... The gang escaped a deadly encounter with a cyclops disguised as a minotaur. Having solved all the puzzles in the Gate of Fame, Dream Lancer discovered that the reason they were not working properly is that there is a much more pressing issue. The exit is not functioning correctly. A vital cog was stolen from the door apparatus and must be replaced in order to move on. The gang is in the midst of searching for the clues and collecting all the suspects. We join them as they head down to talk to the Cyclops once again. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Okay, you go to the basement. There, You're in a very large natural cave with a big pile of human bones and a bunch of sheep. And you see a Cyclops that says, oh, hello? Hey. You're supposed to come through the chutes to get attacked. Yeah, I'm, we're not here to get attacked. I'm then here she goes, oh, oh, wait, hold on. And she throws on you this don't ha- you don't have to. head you of don't a have to. bull. And you can see like her one eye through the mouth of the bull. I'm like, that's a sweet mask. Minotaurs are scarier than cyclopses. So everyone that hears that there's a minotaur is afraid. All right. But I mean- I've already killed a minotaur in my life. Really? Yeah, a minotaur came in here and tried to tell us what was up and decided they didn't want to do the puzzles, that they wanted to fight everyone. And so I killed them. Are there bones in here? Yeah, in that pile of bones. Wow. Are they like near the bottom or? I don't know. I don't keep track of the bones. I don't catalog them. Okay, okay. Um, Just a, a question as me. Are cyclopses considered to be like half giants? No, they speak giant. Okay. They don't usually talk to people. This is not the most uh, stereotypical Cyclops. They're loners, and despite speaking giant, they tend to just not talk to things and just kill them for being in their territory. So then I guess we're talking in giant, I assume, right? Oh, she was talking in Anganalian the whole time. Oh, okay. Then I'll just do that. But you can talk in giant if you want. All right, I switch over to giant. I'm like, hey, so like, how long have you been down here? You hear um, Index's head click a little bit. Does it like twist laterally and then it ratchets back? Yeah, yeah. That's gross. She's like, well, I've been here for a while. We didn't used to like really work together. The Fumari people, I mean, they used to just throw people down here and I just killed them because I kill people. But uh, you get older, your like ideals change. I didn't want to like kill as much. 
But like, you gotta kill things that like don't belong, you know, like bugs. But I raise these sheep, and uh, they trade for the sheep so they can eat, and I can like have stuff like this. My pewter necklace. It's like a bunch of silverware and stuff, like goblets hanging around her neck. That's beautiful. Yeah. They said it's their trash, but I think it is great. No, I think it's super great. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So uh, we're trying to find something that's missing. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. It's hard to know in here with this like big old pile of bones. But uh, there's this cog that's been missing for the door, that back exit, that circle door. Oh, my. How can anyone ever get up the Mount of Fame yeah. without the cog of the door? Yeah. So, I don't know. We're trying to see if we can find it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Do you want to go look out on the Great Plateau? How do I go out there? Oh, I can move these boulders. Okay. All right. She lifts a couple boulders and daylight pours in from outside. You look outside and there's just an enormous freaking plateau that goes on for as long as you could see, basically. Based on our description upstairs, does it seem like we could go that way? It won't get you up the mountain. But we could leave if we wanted to. Yeah. That's actually where Nalarin was trying to go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, um, let me, can I check a look around here? Yeah, like right. an investigation yeah, check? Yeah, yeah, Sure. Just see if it's inside. 20. You don't find it. You looked all through the bones and didn't find a gear. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go check in with my friends upstairs, and we might come back through here if we bail on becoming famous or whatever. Okay. But uh, just curious, do you like music? Uh, Not really. Okay. All right. Cool. I like hanging out by myself and raising sheep and eating people. Seems like you got a good thing going then. You should put that on your online dating profile. That I like eating people? Okay. Bye. Wendy. So I'm stuck back in the area with the gate and all the other people, right? Yeah. You're not stuck there. You just are there. Okay. Well, I'm there and I want to go into the corner and pretend to take a cat nap. But while I'm pretending, I'm going to keep one eye slightly open and pointed directly at Nalarin. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait and see if they do anything suspicious and try and overhear it. Okay. Roll a perform check or a bluff check. 13. Lucky number 13. All right. You go curl up in a ball with one eye open. Just a little bit. Just enough that I can sneakily look out. RX and Troxic continue to work on the door. What are the, what work are they possibly doing? They're just they're just like rubbing their heads and looking at it. It's called working and you would understand. It's like how all construction workers in Pennsylvania do work. It's like how auto mechanics work. Yes. Specifically it's how I work on my car. I get the wheel off and then I'm like, what's now? Yeah, you rub yeah. your head and you look yeah, at it. I just wanted to bring up and I know this might not be the best time in a public forum, but Changing your windshield wipers doesn't require you to take your wheels off, Emily. I wanted to talk to you about that. I know. I was checking the brake pads. Oh, okay. And also the lug nuts. Because I got that one locking one, and that's stupid. You gotta lock it up. What if someone steals your lug nuts? You know what I mean? They can still steal all of them except for one. Yeah, but then you can still drive at least with one. No, you don't. No, that's not how it works. That's how someone's wheel flies off in the highway and takes out your car. You think it should be either all locking or no locking? I don't know. I think it depends on like your feeling on your rims. And if your rims are like super fancy and special, then I guess maybe you want locking lug nuts. But if you have just like 
regular standard rims, then like, who cares? They're not that fancy. Yeah, not like Nalarin. Nalarin finds a corner and sits cross-legged on the floor and begins meditating. What does everybody else do? Let's see who else is in this room. Frumby? Frumby and Arjun go down the hallway toward the plant room. So does Mince. What about Mince? Dang it. Uh, Ardell goes down the stairs. Oh, wait, Ardell's with... Staff. Roger, I call him. Dodger, I call him. That's everybody. I want to sneakily follow Frumby and whoever else you said went down that hallway. Okay. You get up and you walk toward the hallway that goes toward the plant room. And Nalaren stands up and they say, I thought you were taking a nap. Uh, we, we can go. I'm sneaking. Invisibly? I I'm just need to stretch it out. All right. They're like, I can sneak too. There's an old elvish proverb. The wind moves in ways that one cannot understand. That's a shit proverb. Hey, I don't say your proverbs are shit, do I? I don't have proverbs. I have stories. You already told a proverb once. No, they're stories. A proverb can be... There's an old elvish proverb. Are there any new elvish proverbs? No, elves are old. We existed before you even thought you could exist. I want to do a staring contest with Nalarin to see if I trust them. All right, roll a stare check. But not like a stare check. Yeah, S-T-A-I-R. Duh. I don't know. What should I add to this? I think constitution. 16. All right, Nalarin blinks first. Yes. They're like, what? They look embarrassed. But they try to play it off like, I didn't, oh, I didn't know you were doing like a thing. I thought we were just. All right, Nalarin. We can be buds. Okay. Let's go follow these goblins slash gnome goblins and see what they're talking about. Stealthily. All right, I'll sneak. 17. All right, you creep down the corridor quietly and you enter the room with plants. I didn't know there was. Oh, is this the flower room? Yeah, the fl- the room with flowers, whatever you want to call the it. The thing is, like, a room with plants sounds way more exciting because I love house plants. But you hate flowers? It's not that I hate flowers. It's just that there's a lot of good houseplants that don't have any flowers. Name one besides aloe vera. Uh, pothos. Um, snake plant. It's pronounced pathos. Those are probably the same plant. I don't know. And it's like part of your psyche. Jade plant. Oh, that, vi- that viney boy. Spider plant. Wandering jewel. Regular old bamboo. A bamboo forest mm. instead of a living room. Panda plant. It's true. I got one. I don't good. know what panda plant. It's fuzzy. Yucca. That that flowers. You're right. Christmas so cactus does too. Stupid. Mini umbrella tree. Mine doesn't though. It's dying. Giant umbrella tree. English ivy. I'm naming all the plants that are at my house. Spanish ivy. Mushrooms. Don't name all the plants that are at your house. Someone will be able to find where you live. Canadian ivy. Virginia creeper. Virginian ivy. I don't think you normally put Virginia creeper in your house. It can Cassandra. be. It can be a house plant. Pat flowers too. Kudzu. Cadenza. Anyway, there's a lot of plants that don't have flowers. Is my Eastern point. hemlock. Fermata. Frittata? Is that like a pancake? Clamata. Credenza. Cezura. Is that like a chiffrobe? Yep. Mince looks at Nalarian and says, Oh, I didn't know you were coming to hang out in the flower room while I was resetting up the uh, puzzle. And Nalarian uh, scratches the back of their head. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. 
just looking for clues. There's an old elvish proverb, clues sometimes come in the strangest packages. I want to investigate the plant slash flower room. Two. Wow. Mint says, can you stop messing up the plants? I'm trying to set this puzzle up. Um, I'm looking for some catnip. When you threaten them, use the term mince meat. It's going to be good. And if you mess with my catnip search, I'm going to make you into some mince meat. Do you say if I mince with your catnip? Yep. Oh, I've never heard that joke before. <laughs> Where are Frumby and Arjun? Arjun. Arjun. Well, they're not in the plant we room. We followed them, though. But you took so long talking to mince. Did we see which way they went? They went down some stairs. Okay, I want to keep following them. Okay, you go down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, you see four doorways. Didn't Alarin come with me? Yeah. Can we tell which doorway they went through? No. I tell Nalarin to open up the right two doors, and I'm going to open up the left two doors and see if we can see them. Okay, you open up the leftmost door. This is difficult in the timeline, because if really what you're doing is happening at the same time, whatever the bass player is doing is happening, like really the bass player's in there, like yeah. messing with a Rube Goldberg machine. That's exactly what I would say. I feel like it's happening on a similar timeline. Yeah, but then it would have affected the way that part of the story was told, right? Like, not if she was sneaking and she just closes it. You could just tell me I know which doorway they went through and then I'll go through that one. You enter a room with dominoes in it. They're like four foot by two foot by like three quarters of an inch thick pieces of wood that are painted black with white pips on them. Do I see any goblins? Yep. You see Arjun leaning them all up against the wall. Do I see any gnomes? No. Were they on the floor or were they in a pier, like in a tower? They were in a tower, like a card tower. So now you know your timeline. But Arjun had to knock them all over. Because he's not tall. Uh... I'm going to ask Arjun if he knows where Frumby is. Arjun says, oh, yeah, um, Frumby's probably setting up the uh, dice room or something like that. Can you help me carry these boards? They're literally, like, bigger than me. You're on your own, bud. Damn. I think Arjun was part of the contingent that voted for me being the one who stole the cog. So. No, everyone that started with an A voted for uh, Roger. Oh. All right, I want to go to the next room. I'm looking for Frumby. I want to find the dice room. All right. You open the door to the dice room. It's Frumby in there. Frumby's there. He's pushing these blocks around. Right. You recognize this room. Because I was in it before. Yeah. I also want to point out, remember this one had like ankle deep water, but then you fell down a trap door in it, but the where you landed was dry. So that's really impressive. I didn't think this one had ankle. I forget that. I didn't yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. part. You had water for sure because you were yeah, upset you said, about yeah. it. Oh, I thought I was upset about falling in the bones. I think you were upset about both, but... Oh, it's entirely possible. I would like to investigate this room. All right, roll an investigation check. 19. You find three cubes. One that is... I don't remember all the numbers. Three feet by three feet by three feet. And one, three, four, and six. Yep. And five. Nothing else? Is the five back? Five's not back. If we find the five, then we find the cog. Think about it. If I don't find nothing that I didn't already know was there. No, but Frumby's like, isn't this room awful because it has ankle deep water in it and a trap door and it makes it really confusing? 
Or does he say shin deep water? So that when you go down the slide, there has to be a grate that accepts the water, but like forces a person-sized thing to slide over it. But then it takes that water that clearly leaks through the trap door over time. And it has to then have a pump that pumps it up into the room to maintain the water level. Why did we even decide to put water in the bottom of this room? It's not like it helps the block slide. I leave. Roger. All right, so I'm in the chess room still with Ardell. Okay. All right, I want to go back to the wheel door. Okay, you come to the top of the stairs just as you see Wendy and Nalarin walking down the stairs. Where's the big guy? No one knows. All right, I go over to the door. The wheel door? The wheel door. Or the round door. Wait, Circle do, when door? you say wheel, do you mean real, but like you're saying it like cute? No, he's trying to say... Imagine you have a big giant disc that's made out of metal and you roll it out of the way to reveal a doorway or you roll it back into the way. That's a wheel door, but it's not a term that people use. And if you don't explain it, it's super confusing to everybody. Uh, and some siblings you might have might get really upset about it. How many siblings do you have? Two. How many are in this room? One. How many of them are named Ed? Also one. I think you might be targeting someone. I go to the door. I say to RX, hey, I know that you're worried about getting this door fixed. Yeah, we got to get this door fixed. But here's the thing. A new group of adventurers might come any second. Don't you need to be at the front to do the puzzle thing with Frumby? With Arjun. With Arjun to save my client Frumby from embarrassment? Yeah, but I am probably the one most capable of fixing the door. Why don't you let me fix this and you head on up to the front? Maybe I don't trust you with my door. What am I going to do? Make it not work? You're going to take another gear. Then once we find the first gear, out of gears. How big is this so-called gear hole? Uh, Like 10 inches in diameter-ish. But it changes in different parts because it's a very specialized gear that you sure. don't understand. Sure, sure, sure. Were any of the necklace bits on our good pal Osin cog in nature? No. All right, RX, if you're not going to go man the front door, then why don't you tell me the other half of the riddle and I'll go be up there in case somebody comes? Oh, it's really simple. If one always tells the truth and one always tells a lie... Then all you have to ask is, what would the other person say? And so the liar would lie about what the truth teller would say, but the truth teller would tell the truth about what the liar would say, which means they both point in the same direction. And once you figure that out, it doesn't matter which let you in. Yeah, but who, like, is there a latch in there? Like, how do I, like, is there a mechanism to open the door? Yeah, Arjun can just open it. As long as no one casts heat metal on it, the door should be fine. Okay. I go up to the front. Okay. Guys, we're never going to solve this mystery. TBP. Um, I come back upstairs with Lars from the basement. All right. You come up to the first landing and you see Nalarin standing in the hallway outside these four rooms. And you can see Wendy inside one of the rooms talking to Frumby. Oh, hey. What? What are you up to? Are you talking to Nalarin? Yeah, or- Nalarin. Oh, I'm just... uh. Hanging around. They said that there's an exit to the Great Plateau up here. Maybe I can head that way instead, because you guys are trying to get to the Mountain of Fame, but I'm really just trying to get to the Plateau, so. What are you looking for there? You know, uh, I'm on a journey. Um, 
It's secret. For somebody that has so many elven proverbs, you're very close-lipped about this journey you're on. There's an old elvish proverb that says, loose lips sink ships. But it's metaphorical, because it could be real ships, or flying ships, or proverbial ships, or little tiny paper or boats. friendships? Yeah. So you don't go spreading rumors about your friends, because that really hurts their feelings. Yeah, and don't go out into the Great Plains to bury a cog, which I don't say because I'm not there. Um, well, do you know how to get to the Great Plain? No. Cool. Don't you want to go up the Mountain of Fame and become famous? No. Why not? Fame's never been my thing. Really, cookies have been my thing. And this sweet light sword I have. Can you tell us about it? It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it's called a sun blade. Does it draw power from the sun? Nope. But it just, like, I can make it have a blade of energy that can cut through anything. Well, wait, you could just cut through that door and let us out? Not not that door, probably. You said anything, though? Like, so... mostly fleshy things like monsters and people. Oh. Will you give it a shot on the door? Will it get us up there? You don't think it's going to hurt the door and I'll get yelled at? I don't know. We can, like, distract them, maybe. <laughs> Get them out of there. If you want me to do that, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I want to leave here. And if you're heading out another way, you know? Sure, I'll go slice at the door. I don't care. You okay with that, Wendy? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, let's go try it on the door real quick. All right, you guys go. Do, we, do we know about this sunblade? Like, have you ever heard like of one? Arcana check? Yeah. yeah, sure. Roll an Arcana check. 14. 17. All right, you know about a sunblade. You've heard of one. That's it. That's all we got. What do you want to know about it? Can it cut through metal? Not really. Oh. It can cut through metal like roughly as good as like a sword can. Yeah, I but guess. like, what about armor? No, armor still works against the sunblade. You gotta get it right in the face hole. You gotta get it in the crickety crack. Oh, like it's very similar to a sword. It just doesn't have a blade. It has an energy blade. All right. Do any of you look at the door closely? No. All right, I'm gonna I be- did. You're not here. Well, I didn't know if you were asking us, the people at this table, or if you were saying that I was asking Nalaren and Wendy, and that's it, Lars. because no one else is and on And I our won't team. say anything then. Okay. Yeah, did you take Lars down the stairs? Yeah. How'd that go? It was probably rough. Do you mean roll for it? Yeah, roll a handle animal check. Six. I think you had to give up and leave him upstairs. All right, he's upstairs. In the plant room. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to head back up and get Lars and go check out that door. You head to the door. You see Roger Stewart arguing with Arax. About what? About uh, the logic behind the truth and lie puzzle. Hey, Rog. I can't hear you, I guess, because I already had left in the narrative that I was part of. Well, that narrative was just retconned. Yeah. How far did you get? I went to the front door because I'm going to look for a cog. You said you were gonna. Yeah. All right. Well, you ran into the bass player when you left the room. Then I say there's no use talking to that Rx idiot because she won't leave that door alone and she's not fixing it and she should let a competent mechanic like me fix it. But I'm going to go check the front door and see if there are some cogs up there we can use. Cool. Cool. 
I'm going to go check it out, too. Like the Yeah, room. have a look at it. Maybe you can convince her. All right. The front door? No, the back door. But you're letting Raj go that way? Yeah, we're splitting ways. Jesus Christ. Who do you want to hear from first? Tweet at us. Who loves playing three different D&D sessions simultaneously? Wendy, are you staying with Tweet the bass player? I'm staying with the big guy. Okay. So now it's only two, unless Nalaren is hanging back. Yeah, I'm, I'm running Nalaren's on the side over here. You guys don't see it, but... How do I get Lars to come with me? Do I have to roll a handle animal check? Yeah, you have to roll an opposed handle animal check against the bass player. I got a six. Oh, wait, right now? Yeah. No. 16. I, I rolled a one. I got a three. Looks like Lars likes me more right Yeah, now. Lars runs away from Roger I Stewart. should get advantage because I'm the one who got the gigantic fist-sized pellets, and I probably have one still. You didn't mention that, though. All right, I'll Next do it by time. myself. All right. Lars and I and Wendy. And the Lauren. And the Lauren. Head to the round door. The wheel door. Listen, I, I want to try and open it. Like, I know they said it's not going to open, but, like, they might be lying. Okay. Roll a strength check. Fourteen. All right, it doesn't even pretend to feel like it might have any chance of moving. RX goes, yeah, if, yeah, you're not going to be able to, this thing is like mega heavy. Yeah, but what if we all try together with the power of teamwork? It's mega heavy and held together by the mechanisms. What if I just shatter the door? Yeah, you want to try it out? I think you might break some other What if you break things. it so bad you can never leave? What if I cast, um, detect magic? And see if it's magical, and then see if anything else glows while I walk around real quick, as fast as I possibly can. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, I cast Detect Magic. Is it mundane, or is it magical? Is it mundane, or is it magical? We can find out which is radical. Is it mundane, or is it magical? The door is not magical. Okay. Nalaren's sword hilt is magical, and also their crown is magical. Ooh. That's about everything you can see that's magical. Is Lars magical? Because to my heart, Lars is magical. Nope. I have a dragon talon necklace. Not magical. Okay. Okay. I want to go as fast as I can through as many rooms as I can to see what is and is not magical. Speed racer. Uh, So the flowers are magical. Okay. The pots you plant the plants in are magical. Roll an investigation check for me. 18. 20. 4. All right. Wendy doesn't notice. As the bass player's wandering around, you notice a lot of like levers and stuff you didn't necessarily notice before. Like when you're in the chess room, you're like, oh, when the door opens to let you out of the chess room, it covers like a little nook that a person can be in that has like a little viewport that you can like watch the person play chess in and then push like a button that like lets the door open and stuff like that. Like when they solve it. Yeah, but it's set up so that it can seem like it's just happening, but it's actually moderated by these Famari people. Okay. I want to like look in those rooms. In what rooms? All of those little tiny nooks. pocket nooks. Yeah, they're I just little make sure like there's nooks. no cogs in any of them. Okay, you haven't noticed one yet. All right, I head back to Wendy and Nalaren in the wheel door room. Nalaren says, there's an old elvish proverb. Sometimes you got to get all your eggs in one basket. What does that mean? 
Why did you think that would be helpful? It's the counter proverb for the don't always put your eggs in one basket proverb. That means sometimes you got to risk it all. All right. So that means to me that I should shatter the door. What do you think, Nalaren? I don't feel like that's what it means to me. I want to inspect this door situation. Does it look like we just move the gears to different places and it might still work? It looks like you're not supposed to be able to open the door up. Ever. It should be closed. And there's actually another puzzle in the room that the door is in that involves shifting things around to make a pattern work. Let's look at that puzzle. Yeah. Well, the trick is that the puzzle's like on the parts of the door that normally cover up all the gears and stuff. And so it's all disassembled right now. And so it doesn't really make too much sense because it's like a bunch of panels that are piled up on top of each other. So I think we get them all out. Yeah. All right. Eric's like, what are you doing? You got to keep those in order. I'm not going to be able to put them back on right. Uh, I have a photographic memory, so it's going to be okay. You know, we got this. We'll help. Prove it by naming every domino you saw. Okay. Five and two. Uh Uh-huh. Five and three. Yeah. Two and six. Yeah. Six and three. Yeah. Nine and three. Yeah. One and nine. Mm. Oh, sorry. Nine and one. Uh, you sure you saw nine and one? Was it six? <laughs> Is that a question? Do they not make nine and ones? Dominoes goes up to 12, man. Depends on the dominoes. Some dominoes only go to six. Dominoes go to 12. Tweet out. Real dominoes. Real dominoes go to 15. Oh, yeah, maybe dominoes they do. goes in my mouth. They go at least to 12, okay? 15 pip that, dominoes do, but six about? pip dominoes don't. What are you talking about? What? Dominoes. Tell me what your, the numbers. I have never played dominoes before. It doesn't matter because you said you had a photographic memory. Okay. So if you have a photographic memory, it doesn't matter okay. if you know how to play the game or how not. How did I do? Poorly. You lose. I did okay, except for one. I think that says that we can help you. If you always fail on the first one you get wrong, then you'll always do okay, except for one. And how did you possibly forget the double six? Yeah. It's like the most iconic domino. Yeah. Yeah. I may have tried to steal it, but it was too big. All right. Name six things on Osin's necklace, since you have a photographic memory. A fork. Yeah. A spork. No. See? You lost by one again. Gravy boat. You're not really proving this photographic memory thing really well. All right. Well, what are you going to do if we take the panels, huh? Uh, you want to fight? Yeah. Do, you, do I have to fight you to prove? We're not taking them. We're just moving them. We'll move them in a very organized manner. I have a minotaur that can clearly kill all of you. Okay. Does anyone have a notebook and some paper? Okay, we can take off, notes. You know that's a lie. You can color out on it. It's a cyclops. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you don't have a minotaur. You have a cyclops with a wooden head. No, the position is called minotaur. It's like how we have a liar and a truth teller. We have a minotaur. Why do they have to both be goblins, though? I mean... They're not both goblins. You made one into a goblin. It's so you can't tell the difference. I don't want people to inherently distrust a goblin and inherently trust a gnome. Bring in some weird... But isn't the goblin the one that tells the truth all the time? Yeah, that would wreck the entire thing if it confused people. I don't. The whole you thing was re- confusing. Were you there? You need have to you remove tried as many it? factors as you it's can. It's so confusing. It's like you don't even have people that know how to do the puzzle. Doing My goal the puzzle. isn't to make it so people get through. It's to make it so people don't get through. While I'm having this argument about semantics, is Wendy moving pieces <laughs> for sure? 
Troxic is like, stop touching the pieces. I lift them with my tail instead. He leans against him. You don't have a prehensile tail. I have a pretty strong tail. Oh, Troxic has a tail. He's like, you want a tail wrestle? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Let's check the front dwarf thing. Oh, wait. I went to do it like an hour ago, but I don't get a okay, chance. Okay, Roger Stewart, the only character that matters, is now at the front door. All hail, Rog. Is there a cog in either of these dwarves? No. What about in this front door? Do you want to roll an investigation check? Yes. All right, no. I rolled a 20. No. All right, is Arjun up here? No. Arjun he's, he's set up, up the dominoes. Still? Oh, because no one helped him. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should try to get them away from that door so we can bust it down. So we should do a Set false. a fire somewhere. No, I'm just going to be like, hello, travelers. You're correct. There are two of us. And then I run down the stairs and then across to the other statue and up. This, it's like two or three steps. All right. Imagine. When you run down the hallway, you step on a button, roll a dexterity save. No, I don't run down the hallway. You just said He's you going ran. down the stairs and up the stairs to They're the like ladder to the... To the, the other no- Oh, on the back dwarf. of the, on yeah. the, yeah, the, the other dwarf. And then I poke my head out of the other dwarf and I say, Yes, one of us always tells the truth and one of us always lies. Does anybody come out to see what the commotion's about? No. Last message. This whole show is not good, not worth it. All right, I'll just grudgingly go back up to where the rest of the people are. All right. Hey there, Emily here. All right. Well, just an interruption to the action. I wanted to thank our listeners, all of you out there who support us on social media and with reviews, as well as our patrons who support us monetarily on Patreon. Patrons, I hope you've been enjoying the postcards from all our stops on tour. Thank you again for supporting us. As you've been hearing for the last few weeks, our Dresk Bit Arc is sponsored by the Dark Dice Podcast. So... Six travelers embark on a journey into the dead pines to find their town's missing children. They will never be the same again. A sinister creature that can take the form and voice of the heroes infiltrates their midst. As it kills and replaces them one by one, the creature, now controlled by one of the players, seeks its next victim. Can our heroes figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Dark Dice is available for free however you listen to podcasts or at darkdicepod.com. So thanks, Dark Dice, for sponsoring this episode and the last three. And if you're into that sort of thing and you like the music that you're listening to, you should check them out. And without further ado, back to the action. All of the rest of the Fumari people... Come back into the room and they're like, all right, Arax, we got the place set up for the next batch. Except for Osin. She stays in the sub-basement. Hey, Raj. What's up? Well, we're kind of at a standstill. Why don't we just go back down and say we made it to the top? Don't and then know. we'll just play a different song. I think there's probably some sort of secret code we have to find out when we get up and there. just hope that you do better this time. We're pretty good at rock and roll. Nah, we need to do this for real. And Lauren's like, well, if you guys are going to fool around with this door, I think I might head out to the Great Plateau and get my stuff done. All right, just leave the cog here when you leave. Okay. See you, Kevin. It was good seeing you again. I'll tell your moms we said hi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see them. Cool. 
All right. Do have we a- hug? Are we huggers? Yeah, we can hug. Okay. We I was asking you if, because I feel like that would be a thing I would be into, but I don't know what you had in mind in your family. Basically family, man. Okay. Is there yeah. an old Elvish proverb about hugging? All right. We do a nice long hug There's an old Elvish proverb. Family got a hug. Do you pat them down to see if there's a cog? No. I do one of those nice, like, when you hold your hands still hugs on the back. Not the pat, like, patronizing child hug. I think we help out and turn into a whole group hug so we can pat them down and check for a cog. That seems creepy. Don't do that. We're doing it. All right. Lauren goes, oh, see, we're all family now. But then looks at you and gives you a little, like, head nod, like, you know elves. You can't be a family with an elf unless you've known them for, like, hundreds of years. All right, but do we have to roll investigation? Text? Yeah, yeah, roll a, uh, maybe a sleight of hand if you want. 15. You don't find any cogs. 17. You don't find any cogs. All right, I feel like I end the hug, and I'm like, do you want a cookie for the road? Uh, you know, there's an old elvish proverb, never look a cookie bag in the mouth. No, Lauren, you don't even want to come down to town and see our show? We're going to play the Screaming Mole. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us. I mean, if you're good enough, you'll play it more than once. That's an old proverb. All right, well, it was good seeing you. Yeah. And uh, see you guys around. And Nalarin heads off down the corridor. Wendy, how heavy were those gigantic dice? Were they all the same density? Um, they were pretty heavy. Like, I was able to push them, but I had to strain to do it. So the missing five-foot die only... Osin is probably strong enough to move it. I mean, how strong is a dwarf in comparison to a tabaxi? Depends on how strong the dwarf is and depends on how strong a tabaxi is. While I agree, I don't know why we're talking about dwarfs because Osin is a cyclops. Yeah, but Rx is a dwarf. Yeah, but you can't lift them, you're saying. She lifted the three one, I think. Mm, No, I tried and then I could only push it, I think. I think you shoved all of them. Maybe I lifted it like a little tiny bit and I was like, oh, this is heavy. Yeah, maybe. I think that if we find where that one went to, whoever took that was probably sabotaging the puzzles also. What number is it? Five? Five feet. Who was resetting the dice room? Frumby. Is he there? Everyone that you've seen except for Osin and Nalarin is in the room with the wheel door right now. Okay. I want to ask Frumby if he found the five foot by five foot block. By five foot. Yeah, yeah. It was just in its recess that it goes into. It just didn't get reset properly. So it's back in the room. But there goes that theory. All right, I'm going to run down the stairs to get Osin and bring her upstairs with us. Okay. Uh, You managed to catch up to Nalarin on the way out. And they're like, oh, hey. Hey. You said this way to the, uh, isn't there a minotaur down here? Yeah, yeah. And then you go down into Osin's cave. Yeah. And Osin goes, oh, you've come to, oh, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. I say in giant. Nalarin's like, hey, I heard you could get me out to the Great Plateau. And Osin's like, oh, yeah, and moves a couple of them boulders. And then Nalarin's like, all right, Kevin, it was good seeing you again. How about one last hug? Okay. Okay. Nice hug, hug, hug. They give you one more hug, and then they head off into the Great Plateau. The sun is now setting. I watch for a little bit. One tear. Yeah. Aw. And then Osin goes, well, I got to plug this back up or else the sheep will escape. Oh, yeah. I, like, wiped the tear off. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. Do you, uh, We got to need you upstairs for a sec. You, what, can you come Sure, up? yeah. It's a little tight up there, but, you know, I can I know. I can squeeze in there. And then I give her, like, the secret handshake for being a half giant. Giant fist bump. Oh, yeah. 
All right, we come upstairs. Okay, now everyone that you know is in this room. Um, I think we should organize ourselves by height. Oh, wow. All right. Why? I well, don't know. <laughs> I think it goes so like... I don't know what else to do at this point. Mints, Arjun, Troxic, Frumpy, Index, Ardell, Arax, Wendy. Wait, who's taller, Wendy or Roger? I'm 6'2". Yeah, Wendy's really tall. Holy crap. Roger, Wendy, uh, bass player, Osin. Okay, that didn't help. How high up is the cog, though? Like, where would it normally go? Um, It's like three and a half feet off the ground. So any one of the people could have done it, taken it. I don't know. Can Mince get it? Uh, it looks like Mince might struggle to lift something like that. She's pretty small. All right, I want to investigate this puzzle situation. That seems to be going on in this room. Me too. Is that okay with you? What puzzle situation? Well, it seems like there's some kind of puzzle in this room regarding those doors over there. The pieces of the door. It's like a panel shifting puzzle for uh, on the door. What? Like you move the panels around until you get them in the right order and then the door opens. So why can't we just put them in the right order without the cog? Because the cog's you, missing. You can, but then when the mechanism goes to open the door, it'll just spin freely and not activate. I'll put my unseen servant in there. The thing is, it's made in such a way that everything has to move at exactly the right spacing and timing. And the uh, cog is very specially made so that it moves different things at different speeds whenever it rotates. How many different things? Like a lot. Like a a, lot as many as there are of us? Like nine. When you say us, who do you mean? All the people in this room. How many characters there are for this arc? Eight characters. And plus the three, three of, of us. them start with AR. Yeah. Look, I maybe I didn't do the best um in original name making this arc, but I think I didn't do that bad. I'm stumped. Maybe it's time we get some professional help. Let's go back to town. That seems extreme. How are we going to get back to town if that bridge is out, though? Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe the cog was left on the bridge. I don't think so, dude. Maybe we should just go on the Great Plateau and follow Nalaren and just play a show somewhere else. We'll get famous out on the Great Plateau. Or die trying. So you're trying to tell me that the door does not close without the cog. So the door was closed, and anybody who was outside of the door couldn't have the cog because it wouldn't have been closable. Arjun goes, that's a good point, actually. Because if the cog were stolen while the door were open, then the door couldn't close. So it has to be somebody who's here. That sounds correct to me. So maybe we should start searching people's personal things. I mean, all right, I pull out my pockets so you can see that there's nothing in there. Except for a hole. Yeah. I open up all three of my bags or however many bags I brought with me. Yeah. I'll take my pack out and like dump things on the floor. All right. Now, Ardell, it's your turn. Ardell's like, I don't even have pockets. Yeah, but you have a footlocker probably at the base of your bunk. Where's your bunk? You want to go to our rooms? Yeah. Arax is like, whoa. All right. Everyone has to go together, though, because otherwise... It's an invasion of one's privacy. But if everybody sees it, then it's fine. And if we all go, then that could be really embarrassing. And we'll all know the truth about, you know, who's the thief. All right. Well, where are you going to search first? Maybe we can go in height order, you know? Keep it easy. 
Nah, I mean, we could, but why not go straight to the person who definitely did it? RX. What did we find out about Troxic's necklace? Someone gave Troxic that he necklace. He said his cousin gave it to him or something. Yeah, but we know that's a lie. Someone gave it to him recently. Does anybody have a tan line on their neck where a necklace used to be? No. Some of these people don't even tan. They live in a cave. That's how they always find out about the married couples in TV shows. Yeah, the wedding band. Yeah, and not like the entertainment. All right, let's just start with Troxic then if we can't trust them. I'm taking off my rings to see if I have a tan line. Is that a yes? I don't know. What do you think? Middle finger? Oh, I thought you meant a different finger. I can't help but look at your weird joint. and Like the, the end joint of your middle finger is like backwards. You have a hitchhiker's middle finger. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that instead of hitchhiking, you just flip off every car you see all day, every day. So RX goes, so wait, what are we doing? No one knows. We're going through Troxic's stuff to see if Troxic has any other jewelry at all, or just that perfectly formed golden necklace, which is probably a bribe for the cog. Um, and Arjun says, that is specifically of goblin make. Yes. And then Troxic says, wait, hold on, hold on. This isn't, that's not fair. That's my stuff. We can't go through my stuff. Well, then present us another argument for someone else whose stuff we should go through. I want to go for the big move here, guys. I want to create a minor illusion of what I think the cog looks like. What is this thing I am holding in my hand? A shadow or a hunting cap? A peacock or a treasure map? Whatever you might see is just not true. It's a minor illusion I made for you. We all know who did it, and I've got the evidence to prove it. I found it exactly where I was looking for, this cog that goes in the door, and then I pull it out from behind my back. And then I closely investigate, or I don't know, observe. I don't know what I want to do. I think sense motive might be the most. I want, yeah, I want to do that huh. to everyone that's there. All right. Roll. What is sense motive? Oh, my God. Roll an insight check. 14. 8. 21. So you do notice Troxic's eyes get a little bit bigger, but then RX goes, that's not the gear we're looking for. Look at the symmetry in that thing. That could be made by an idiot blacksmith. You wouldn't need dwarven fine metallurgy to create that thing. Aha, but we found the culprit. I saw Troxix wince as I pulled it out, so now we know he's the true culprit. And then Troxix turns and he runs! I grab him. Roll a grab check. 18. Roger tackles Troxix and he goes, No! You can't, I won't give it back! Why'd you take it? We have to save the goblins. They're getting massacred. Where? Everybody that comes through here just travels on through the goblin lands and on their way to become famous, they kill all the goblins. The torture has to stop. Oh. Dude, why didn't you just say that in the first place? Rx is like, yeah, we need to let people through here. And if the goblins die, that's their problem. And then Osin's like, yeah. I killed so many goblins. Well, 
Did you want to come with us and on our adventure? And then you can convince all the goblins not to fight us. And then we won't fight any of them and we won't hurt any of them. What? I'll never give you the gear. You better give us the gear. Rx is like, we do need that gear. Let's just go root through all of his stuff. All right, cool. Roger and Rx go and root through all of Troxic's stuff and they find the gear. It's kind of romantic. They also find like some pretty pricey things, like some good artworks and some real well-goblin crafted trinkets. Wow. The goblins really make it easy to support uh, goblin rights, you know, and humanity by giving them all this money. To pretend to be on his high horse about goblin lives, right? No? Misread the room a little? All right. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to put this gear back and open the door. So you guys get the hell out of here because I can't stand you. And then I say, I'll put this gear back too. And then it does uh, jump cut out to zoomed out and I'm holding all the paintings and I put them back down. as a funny physical joke. (laughs) All right. Rx comes back with the gear and she's like, well, we're going to deal with Troxic. He's going to be on sludge scooping duty for two weeks now. Troxic's like, no, I hate the sludge. Well, it's only fair. You could come with us, though. Nope. Troxic stayed here and dealing with our crime and punishment. What's it called? Justice system. We are the Famari people, and we make our own justice. Yeah, and you got to go on bridge building duty, too. We're not in charge of that bridge. And she puts the gear back in and then painstakingly and tediously puts all those panels back and it takes like so long. Can we take a short rest while that happens? Yeah. Oh, sweet. All right. Who wants to sing a song of rest? I will sing a song of rest. I don't have any more hit day. I'm almost healed. Dice. Don't tell me what the plural is. Bruh. Bruhs. Then with a loud thunderous rumbling, the door rolls open. And Oryx says, now get the hell out of here. All right, thanks. Thanks for your hospitality. We'll see you on the way back down. And I don't want to see you again unless you are famous or dead. Okay, we'll see you on the way back down. I flip them the uh, the three-finger peace sign, you know? And then the door slams shut behind you. All right. We head on up the mountain. You continue up the path. It's very narrow, and it comes along this weird crag. What's a crag? It's like a gully, but smaller. I imagine that it's, like, jagged. Heat is pouring out of the crag. I don't know if that's true. No, there's heat pouring out. Of, yeah, I'm telling you. Hey, you can disbelieve. Just put your hand in it. I get closer to the crack. Just then, the ground beneath your feet crumbles. I reach out. With? My arm to grab onto my friend Wendy. The ground beneath your feet also crumbles. Oh, I thought it was just Wendy because she got close. And Roger. And Lars. Oh, no. No, we jump back. You don't jump back. You fall onto the steep cliff of the crag and you slide downward about like... 60 feet, and you drop off a sheer cliff. You fall another 50 feet. You all take 
four damage. Oh. And you hear a very loud metal thud. It's the cog. The light from the sky goes out. You can tell you're in a cage with iron bars on all sides and a metal ceiling and floor. You hear the sound of chains being pulled and gears and pulleys moving. The cage you're in lifts off the ground. You realize you're on a long arm, like a crane kind of thing, and it swings you around. And then you see a large plateau next to this huge pool of lava. It's completely full of hundreds of goblins. There's one very large, eight-foot-tall and eight-foot-wide half-goblin, half-giant toad person wearing a large crown made of gold encrusted with many jewels. Next to him is a small goblin that casts a spell that you're familiar with, which is Thaumaturgy. So the large goblin frog person says with a booming voice that fills the entire mountainside, You have now made audience with the Goblin King, and soon you will die. Your only salvation is to try to amuse me with rock and roll. You notice beside you in the cage, rock and roll instruments like drums and guitars. Your last pitiful attempt to entertain me will... Precede with the entertainment I get from watching your bodies melt in the lava after I drop this cage to your deaths. <laughs> I mean, that's not very much incentive to play for you. If you think this is the first time we've ever played a gig like this, where the punishment for doing poorly was death, then you're in for a real shocker. Then we go, one, two, one, two, three, four. Then we start playing. And then we all inspire each other real quick. Yeah, smart. To the right. Yeah, everyone to the right. Yeah, I inspired the big guy. Hey, you, you're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink. inspired Roger I inspire Wendy Come out swinging you know you're the king a little so But Lars is our front man. But he just thumps his feet and keeps time. We're like that. He's nervous. He's going to die. What's the name of that band that I was telling you guys about that has a dog for a lead singer? I don't remember you telling me that. All right. That's fine.
20. 25. 19. You guys didn't think to inspire yourselves whenever you played the show at the Screaming Mole? We didn't. We, we just assumed that was a plot hook. We couldn't win. It's been a long time since we played D&D, too. What? Before that. An arc would start with a plot hook? We assumed that we were so good that they couldn't turn us down. And that's why you were wrong. Big heads, big heads. As your song ends, silence covers the audience. And then slowly but surely, it turns into a raucous cheer. <laughs> actually really amazing. All right, don't kill these guys. Put them in the brig for now. And then the arm swings you around to another place and the box that you're in slides down a chute into the darkness. I cast light. I cast light. Dang it. I don't cast light because I have dark vision. But it's spoiled. I cast it on Wendy's eyeball. Oh, I cast it on the cage. Okay, well, the description of the room you're in isn't even planned yet, so... It's next time. See you next time. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. That's it? That's the end? That's the end. Dun dun dun! Well, I didn't get to switch into my alter ego. <laughs> Do it now, real quick. No, it's too late. Well, we're in the dark before you cast light. Wait, how'd you get in this cage with us? <laughs> I don't know. The jig is up. I didn't even get to tell my family. It's a good thing no Lauren told my family what was up. <laughs> no postcards. Did you say mints? Like. Breath mints? That's what I heard the first time you said it, so that's what I wrote down. Oh, no, it's M-I-N-C-E mints. I feel like mints and mints sound almost exactly the same. I don't disagree with you. I'll say them both, and you tell me which one you think has the T in it. Wait, are you going to say them with a Pittsburgh accent? No, I'm going to say them with a Nora accent. Mints. Mints. The first one had the T. Nope.
Yeah, it did. Mm-mm. Let me try. Let me try. Mints. Mints. That was breath mints. No, no, it's totally backwards. You have it backwards. All right, now I'll try. Tau. Tau. Oh, the first one was what you put on the floor, and the other one's the second one you dry off with. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. I know the difference between tile and tile. Ceramic tile. Terrible towel. You don't rub your body off on a terrible towel. You wave it in the air like you do with a like bowl. Like you just don't care. With a, with a bowl thing. The lasso motion. A nose I'm ring? Making. A borer? Yeah. Well, yes. Oh, but, wait. A minotaur. But I meant the minotaur A bull motion. <laughs> no, that's more like this on the side. Oh, okay. With both hands. Because you don't want them to charge at you. You want them to charge to the side of you. I just imagined it as like a lasso motion. And I was like, yeah, yeehaw. 